I want to teach myself persistence. I want to teach myself patience. And I want to teach myself how I can continue to shift and redefine my own baseline. You're listening to the Start Right Now podcast, and I'm your host, Chloe McKenzie. I'm excited to help you get off the sidelines and finally step into your calling. So let's get started right now. Welcome back to another episode of the Start Right Now podcast. I think it's time on this show that we got to talking a little bit more about the nitty gritty of what is going on inside of you. We've spoken a lot about perspective, about mindset, but there are so much more below the surface, physiologically, neurologically, emotionally, mentally, that contributes to how we're able to show up, how we're able to do our best work and how we're able to perform at the peak level that we want to. So today, my guest on the show is Deanna Rose. She is a peak performance strategist, a naturopathic doctor, a sports nutritionist. She's a ton of things. And she is going to be able to share with us some hacks to increase our energy and to become the people that can perform at peak level because we're in control of our body. So Deanna is going to dish on a ton of stuff today. And I want to welcome her to the show. Welcome, Deanna. Thank you so much for having me, Chloe. What an honor. This is really going to be an exciting discussion. This is a lot of of topics that I know I haven't myself explored, even as somebody who's really interested in how we become our best. So I'm excited for all the stuff we're going to take away today. So to start, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about you? As I mentioned previously, that I never know where to start just because, you know, everyone's life is so complex and we're such multidimensional beings. But my story started, I would say, since I was very young. Um, I've always been very intrigued by the human brain and mental health as a whole and, of course, human performance in general. So when I was young, um, my uncle was very close to me. We we kind of grew apart. He developed schizophrenia when he was 19. And a lot of mental health issues within the family and I myself later developed depression and uh, went through a period of, you know, filled with suicidal thoughts. So mental health has always been in my life and, I, and I've worked extensively with uh, HIV patients, with uh people with addiction, with autism, with conduct disorder, as well as uh, various uh, mental health issues. So that part of me has always been very, very intrigued by, you know, how the human mind works. And when I was working for uh, one of the provincial facilities in, in Canada, as a counselor, I realized, you know, we're really lacking the physical component when it comes to taking care of our mental health. So I've witnessed a lot of talk therapy, a lot of uh, pharmaceuticals when it comes to treating mental health conditions, but we're not really addressing the physical components where, you know, the gut health, the uh, nutrients are going into the body, as well as movement, as well as various components, you know, that's really important when it comes to what forms the human uh, performance and human health as a whole. So I later went into naturopathic medicine, of course, hoping to seek some answers and, and find, you know, what really makes people get to that next level. 
what makes people perform at their peak and, and really continue to reach their higher self. So when I went into naturopathic medicine, what I found was, uh, funny enough, was a lot of focus on physical health and not enough on mental health. So of course, after I graduated, I decided to, to put the two together. And I used to be a swimmer and I was a swimmer for about, you know, more than 20 years of my life. And, um, and, and I later transitioned into lifting more, uh, strength and conditioning, um, training and, and such. So, you know, uh, really combining the movement, you know, the nutrition as well as the mental health and of course, all of the components that's, uh, Inter interrelated in that ecosystem, which what, what we call performance. Love how your experience comes together to really, you know, be able to serve people in a unique way. I notice, you know, when we talk about peak performance and we talk about specifically the audience that you serve, I know you help and work with a lot of entrepreneurs to overcome the burnout, to optimize energy. What had you focusing specifically on entrepreneurs? And is there there's something that you noticed about this group that really drew you to bring your experience together and serve them? So I didn't really know much about entrepreneurs before I became an entrepreneur myself. I think entrepreneurs are the people who are courageous, they're daring, and they are the people who are willing to take risks to make the world a better place or contribute to the world in ways that they think that they're here to do. Not saying, you know, non-entrepreneurs aren't doing that. It's just what what I find with entrepreneurs is that they're they're willing to walk the path that, you know, hasn't really been explored and, and get creative with what they want to contribute to the world and make the type of impact they want to make and continue to grow, you know, within themselves as well as, as the community they're in and the world at large. Is there anything that you notice specifically about this group when you uh, look at some of the the challenges that they have, some of the ailments, some of the reasons why they're feeling burnt out? Tell us what we're doing wrong here. I think we're too eager. Um, <laughs> I think we're too hardworking. I think you know, as entrepreneurs, we because we got to do everything ourselves from the from the very beginning. Of course, you know, it transitions into delegating the tasks and and having employees and all that good stuff. But in the very beginning, a lot of entrepreneurs have that mentality of I'll sleep when I die and I have to hustle, hustle, hustle. And I have to, you know, work till I drop and work till I burn out. And, and burnout is something that I work a lot with um, when it comes to, you know, working with entrepreneurs, because we often don't really know the limits, uh, our, our own personal limits. And, and our limits are constantly changing. Our baseline is constantly changing. Is not that, you know, we were born with the baseline, we're, we're stuck there forever. It's a gradual process. And I actually recently got into running and I absolutely hate running. And <laughs> the reason why I got into running is because I want to teach myself persistence. I want to teach myself patience. And I want to teach myself how I can continue continue to shift and redefine my own baseline by running further, running faster, but in a way that is sustainable and in a way that is, uh, that works with my own personal, uh, ambitions as well as my own body as, as a whole. And I think that really translates into business that really translates into entrepreneurship just because, you know, we, we gotta be very gentle on ourselves and entrepreneurs are 
we're hard on ourselves. And, and I mean, I'm, I'm one of those people who's like, why can't I just get this right? You know, it's so easy. Everyone else has it right. Why can't I get it? But part of that is, you know, as we constantly talk about in society is that we don't know other people's journey. We don't know how long they've been working on it for. We don't know how long they've been manifesting what they want in life. So, and I, yeah, I think that's a, that's a huge component of uh, entrepreneurs is, you know, burnout and, and, and too hard working. So true. It feels like you have to be at the peak at the very beginning and you have to be getting results. Uh, previous episode I did, uh, 47, was just talking about the results don't happen overnight. You're in one season of working, you're in one season of seeing the results, but there's so much pressure, I feel like, especially with social media where we can see what other people are quote unquote doing, right? And there's that pressure to be doing that right away. So tell me about your program. You have this awesome new program, Reclaiming Your Power and Health, Motivation, Energy, and Productivity, the Better Than Yesterday program. Because I know you've got a really interesting system that actually helps people fix some of their trouble spots and really start coming to a place where they can be clear and they can perform at the highest level. So tell us about the Better Than Yesterday program. Yeah. So the Better Than Yesterday program is very much designed to provide people the 360 approach on physical health, mental health, as well as spiritual health. What I find with entrepreneurs, and I think just the human human race in general, is we love instant gratification. We love that hit of dopamine. We love feeling like we ate a salad and we lost 20 pounds, you know? Um, it's, it's one of those things that we, we really thrive on. And if we get instant feedback and it's a, it's a constant, you know, positive feedback and we're, we feel like we can keep going. And what I find with that is, is not sustainable and is not, um, it is not something that a lot of entrepreneurs later realize that, that they actually want. So with the better than yesterday program is, you know, I really focus on, one step at a time. And what I always say to my clients, to even my friends, and even, you know, when I go into networking sessions, what I always tell people is that every single day we make a choice and the little choice from a a moment to moment choice that we make, we're constantly contributing and we're depositing into the bank of our future selves. It's not about, you know, what you said before, it's not about waking up tomorrow and saying, you know, I made Google overnight or I made Amazon overnight. It's about, you know, a a 1% better every single day than you were yesterday. So the framework that I go with is we're really trying to lay the foundation. And the metaphor that I always use is, you know, is driving in the fog. If we're driving in a very thick fog, you can't really see too far in front of you. Maybe two meters, you know, three meters, and that's about it. So we don't really have a clear picture of the future. We can only see so far in front of us. So the very foundation that we do is called shift. So shift essentially is understanding, okay, so what I'm seeing right now as my reality is actually not my reality because now there, we now see that thick layer of fog. Or if you want to use that boat example of, okay, so there are holes in the boat. We can't just keep bailing the water out of the boat because then we got to patch up the holes first to fix the root cause of the issue. So building that foundation to allow us to continue to thrive. Otherwise, we're literally just dancing the same spot over and over again. 
And the next stage of that is clarity. So after, you know, we understand the presence of the fog, we understand there are holes in the boat. We now go into the clarity stage where we eliminate the holes, we eliminate the fog, and we now have a better understanding of what is in front of us, what is the road in front of us, or what is, you know, what does it look like to not have water in this boat? So now let's start going forward. Let's have a clear vision of our next step and what our goals are when it comes to continuing on our personal development journey, um, as well as our business journey. So understanding rather than coming now from a place of fear or lack, we're now going from a place of love and abundance. A lot of that, again, is we're fixing the physiological needs or fixing the mental health needs. And we're also, you know, adding in that spiritual component. And I, I know spiritual sometimes is a turnoff for a lot of people, but think of it as mindsets. Think of it ha- is, as, you know, how we connect to the, the greater good or rather, you know, with with our community, with, with the human race in general and the type of impact we want to make. So clarity is the next stage and, you know, really eliminating, again, some of that belief system of, our past patterns and a lot of the limiting beliefs that we were raised and conditioned to to believe. And the third stage is realignment because now we're realizing, okay, now there's a whole world in front of us. There's no limits to anything and everything we want to accomplish because now we're living in abundance. So we get a map out and, you know, really try to understand where we want to go and the general direction we want to go in relation to our true desires and the world around us. So realigning, you know, what we want and really assessing and realign, you know, the, the, our, the trajectory of our future. And the last stage is optimization. So really stacking up our strength motivators and our superpowers and our passion to actually optimize and actualize the life that we truly desire and truly want to live. So that's the model itself. Yes. I love the that this is like a process. I'm looking at your model actually in that it's in the shape of a circle. So I feel like it implies it's it's a bit continuous, right? You're you're constantly optimizing, then shifting, clarifying, realigning, and the cycle continues because we're we're always on this journey of getting better, right? Most definitely. What do you find is the hardest part about a transformation like this? Knowing that you're you're spending time really cracking open all these different areas of your life where it's contributing to you, you know, not showing up in the way that you want. Um, where do you find people get stuck most often? A lot of people were all we're either all in or all out. It's really hard to pace ourselves. So the first two weeks, there's that novelty component. There is that, you know, that excitement and all the endorphins and all the right neurotransmitters and hormones are being released. And by the third week, we realize, oh crap, we've realized, you know, we've got ourselves into this, this long process where we need to shift. We need to change and change is never comfortable but is so necessary for growth, as everyone knows. And by usually by the third week, I find, you know, people struggle a little bit. They, they realize that, you know, um, there are these self-defeating thoughts, self-sabotaging patterns start coming in. They start, you know, realizing that there's so many different limiting beliefs that they've been raised to, to believe. So that's usually when people get stuck and a little sticky and need extra support. And then usually by the fifth or the fourth or the fifth week, um, they slowly transition themselves out of it and they realize, 
I'm now seeing results and I'm sleeping better. I'm able to manage my stress. I'm able to eat better. I have way more energy. I have more, I'm more motivated to work out and, and, you know, have better interactions and conversations and communicate, communicate better with my relationship, my colleagues, with my clients. So that's when the things start flowing again. Mm-hmm. I can just imagine. I know that's probably a place that I would get stuck too. Now, Deanna, I'm curious, how has your understanding of these principles and you even living the parts of your own model and implementing them in your own business, how has that affected what you've been able to do as an entrepreneur and as a business owner? What's the difference been for you? The difference has been interesting. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. Um, I think, you know, I'm the type of person who's, and exactly what I said earlier is I was the type of person who had a really hard time pacing myself. And I'm constantly still working on understanding that every single day I'm making the decision to be better and I'm, I'm contributing to that person I will be in 20 years. And I think part of the process is, you know, really looking at your current situation or rather for me is my current situation. And I reflected on every single day is, you know, when I was 20, so 10 years ago, what I was doing was contributing to who I am today. And that really makes me feel inspired. And that makes me feel really motivated and gives me that momentum to continue to to do better, to do that workout, to do that reflection, to, to journal, to read, you know, whatever I need to read, to continue to, to practice what I preach. And what I find that is, you know, I actually took four days off last week and, and I found so much insight. And, and the reason why I took the four days off is because I kept running into walls and I kept running into, into things that, you know, that wasn't really working out. And what I realized was that I was just going, I was doing and doing and doing and doing, and I was doing what I thought I was supposed to do in my business, but it wasn't aligned with my beliefs. It wasn't aligned with my core values. So what I did was I went back to basically this circle, this, this wheel of these four components. And I basically went in and I, I started from the shift and I said, okay, so the fog in front of me is basically the fog that I've created for myself is the shoulds, the must, the, you know, the, the things that I need to do, but rather, but, but there's nothing that we need to do in life. Everything's assigned by our own minds. And a belief is only a belief only because we say it over and over again in our own minds. And then that becomes a belief. And I went back and I start, you know, reassessing everything. And I start realizing that, Everything that I was doing that wasn't working out was because it wasn't lining up with who I truly am. So I basically walked out of the four days and I felt really refreshed. I felt really energized and having a clearer vision of how I want to proceed and the type of life that I want to live and the type of business I want to have in order for me to make an impact. It might not look like, you know, the type of business or the type of um, business model that other people uh, have, but this is something that really aligns with me. And I think that's that that's what's truly important in, in everyone's life is there are feelings that we desire in life and everything we do is to chase that desired feeling. So when we run into walls is really 
you know, sometimes it's hard for us to slow down and, and we think, okay, well, what, what am I doing wrong? And how is this not lining up with me? We feel like, you know, well, I'm taking two steps back. But what I find that is really important for us to sit down, reset, and really understand why am I doing this? And is this really contributing to, to my future self? Mm, it's amazing what happens when you have a map or something to refer to that when you start to go off course, when you start to feel like, you know, this isn't really fitting right, or this feels a lot harder than it should be having something like a, uh, you know, a baseline, a foundation, a map, you know, a clarity, uh, is so important. It's so critical and, and can really help, um, not spin out of control. Most definitely. <laughs> So you touched on something when you mentioned uh, some of the ways that you even spent time recharging after this period in your own business just last week where you, you, you're hitting some walls. You talked about journaling. You talked about, um, you know, visioning. Um, how much does your daily habit and daily routine play into how effective you're able to show up? And I'm curious, um, what are some of the non-negotiable things in your routine that are kind of how you live and breathe parts of your model? Yeah, uh, that's such an awesome question. And I love the word you use non-negotiable. That's something that I, I say all the time is, you know, we're constantly negotiating with ourselves. Um, yeah, I'll work out tomorrow. It's okay. I'll work out the next day. So definitely, uh, there's so many non-negotiables in my life. Uh, every single day when I first wake up in the morning, and I, I this is something that I, I feel like I have to do now at this point. Otherwise, it, I just, it just doesn't my body and my mind just doesn't feel right is journaling in the morning and, and really dumping all the things that I appreciate that I have. And, you know, the typical gratitude, the gratitude journal, but in a way of, you know, understanding why am I grateful for what I'm grateful for? I always have a why tied to my gratitude and my appreciation. Often it's not really about justifying is very much about, you know, rethinking and, and really solidifying that appreciation and solidifying the, the appreciation behind what I just wrote. So for example, this morning I woke up and I said, you know, I'm, I really appreciate, and I kid you not, I'm not trying to, um, brown nose you or anything, but I'm like, I love Chloe's podcast and that I love the podcast so much. And I really appreciate the opportunity to be able to have this conversation with you because now I can, help more people and I can make the impact that I want to make in this world. And that is often tied to your core value. And when you start understanding why you're appreciative of something, when you're grateful of something, that is often tied to your core value, your mission statement of, you know, the greater impact you want to make in the world. And that actually pumps me up. And that makes me feel so excited to, to carry on my day. Now, that's something I've never heard in the way that you've articulated it. So uh, obviously gratitude, journaling, practicing gratitude is something that's very, very common um, advice, but I've never heard it articulated in that if you can match and assign the value that's coming through with that thing that you're grateful for, it's like you're almost doubling up how powerful and potent that gratitude practice is because it's rooted in what's really important to you. Most definitely. Totally. Very cool. And yeah, I mean, just as this most simple example, and I think a lot of people, when they run out of ideas, they say, I'm so grateful for, you know, having a roof over my head. 
and if you tie that to something that is really important to you, then is, you know, I'm so grateful that I have a roof over my head so I can do what I need to do today, either to feed my family or to, you know, help other people that I want to help or, you know, do whatever I need to do so I can be that person I want to be tomorrow. So that's usually, you know, how we can basically continue to reinforce that that future self that we want to be. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that so much. I'm like looking for my journal. I was like, <laughs> let me get started on this right now. I love it. Yeah. And it's so simple, right? Yeah, totally, totally. Now for the folks on here that, you know, they aren't yet at a place where uh, you know, they're ready to to sit down and, and crack open all the, the pieces of themselves and, and you know, uh, work with you in this model, although I'm sure there's a lot they're taking away from this conversation. What would you say if there was one tip that you can leave entrepreneurs who are listening to this, who feel a little bit burnt out, who feel a little bit stuck, who feel like they're not, um, you know, putting out their best work right now because they're in this fog? What would be your top tip that you can leave them that would make impact for them right away? Stop and, and take a pause and and do something that brings joy into your life, brings happiness, brings creativity. And and kids do this too. You know, it's, and I know you have two beautiful kids and, and I'm sure you've seen this is when kids do something and, and they keep trying the wrong way. And as adults, we see it and we're like, oh, you're not doing it right. But let's, let's just, help, you know, get you to figure it out yourself. At a certain point, they get really frustrated if they can't figure it out. And they just, they throw a tantrum, whatever they want to do, and they just leave it. And then maybe they'll come back and they'll ask you how to do it. Or, you know, they just forget about it. But if they do forget about it, it's usually because it's not important to them. And as adults, when we have a problem that we want to solve, you know, something in the business or something that we um, we have a really hard time, you know, getting to to the bottom of, we often feel like the more effort we put in, the more results we'll get. That's not usually the case. And and a lot of the times is, is often because either we're not going towards the right direction or we're not is is not we're not doing the right things to get to the results we want. Or we we're just we straight up we're just not interested in doing this thing. We're just trying way too hard to do something that we really don't really care much about. That's exactly why I needed to take that break for four days is because I was going the wrong direction for one. And also because I was doing something that I really didn't want to do, but I felt like I needed to do it. And if people are going through a really hard time, I would say, you know, definitely take a step back. And when we're feeling frustrated, and I completely believe in, you know, vibrational energy, and our energy is everything, our energy affects every single thing we do in life. And if people don't really believe the energy part, you know, I I highly encourage you to really think about, you know, the last time you had a conversation with somebody, you probably thought in your head or subconsciously or consciously is I really love this person's energy. I really love this person's vibe is because as humans, as, as living beings, even plants, have vibrational energy. We're constantly vibrating. We constantly emit a frequency. And when we're frustrated, when we're angry, when we're resentful, when we're, you know, not feeling like we're in our element, we're vibrating very, very low frequencies. 
And when you find that place of joy, happiness, when you let go and surrender, I know this is so hard for a lot of people, but when you let go and let's say, you know, you love playing guitar, but you haven't really had had time to play guitar because you've been working your business for, you know, 12 hours a day. Things aren't really going the way you want to go anyway. So why not just drop the work and go play that guitar? That actually brings you joy and raises your vibration and makes you feel good on a physical as well as a spiritual level. So I definitely say, you know, take a pause and go out and and do what you want to do. Wow. I I love that so much. There's so much pressure to do more and more. But what I'm hearing you say is sometimes you just need to stop and find the joy and get yourself in a place where you can feel good, Um, whether that's good in your business, good in your relationship, just feeling good so you can bring your best energy wherever it is that you find yourself. Totally, exactly. And people can also, you know, this is something that you can also do yourself. This was actually passed on to me by a business coach is um, make a list of 25 things. Um, I call them energy shifters. I think she called them energy shifters. I don't remember. Um, Essentially is write down 25 things. And this is your little reservoir that you can go back to whenever um, you are wherever you are. And this is should be free. And it should be as simple as I'm just going to go walk barefoot on grass and and get connected with earth, or I'm going to go water my plant. So 25 things that you can do whenever, wherever you are to make you feel good. When you're in that place of frustration, anger, you, you know, the last thing you want to do is, you know, go water your plant, but that's the time when you need it the most. So get out that list. And, and pick one from the 25 and there's, you shouldn't have any excuse to not do those things. That's why they should be free. They should be easy to do. They should be quick. So when you're angry, when you're resentful, when you're frustrated, go to that list, pick one and go do it. So shifting your energy, stopping that negative momentum and start going the other way, which is more of the positive, the joy, the abundance in life. Ah, uh, so many good tips today. I know there's going to be people that really want to learn from you and connect with you. So please tell us where we can find you online, where we can learn, get all that all day mojo. I love that uh, (laughs) thing in your Instagram. Where can people connect with you? Uh, My website, both my website and my Instagram are Deanna, D-A-N-N-A, W Rose. Uh, website is DeannaWRose.com. Instagram is DeannaWRose and Facebook is Deanna Rose. Amazing. I hope you guys have been taking notes. We've got some homework to do. I've got to crank up my list of 25 energy shifters. I'm going to add that practice to my gratitude journaling for sure, connecting it back to values, but so many good gems that we can implement right away today to be our best and perform at our highest level. So thank you so much, Deanna, for the conversation today. Thank you so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it. You know what to do. Get started right now. 